So today, Nadine, you have on your heart for us to talk about conflict resolution. I do. Yes, yes, yes. Conflict is such a part of life. And I feel like we need help <laughs> as, a, as a society, as a community, just like how do we handle conflict, you know? Yeah, what I think is so interesting about this topic is that to me, people associate conflict as something as negative. And I don't think conflict necessarily means it's a negative thing to have. I agree. I think conflict is part of life. I think conflict is part of healthy relationship. So I looked up just like the definition of conflict and it says a serious disagreement or argument, a clash. I mean, everybody in life has conflict. Like it's just part of life, right? And I mean, yeah, unless you're oblivious to what's happening around, <laughs> around you. <laughs> right. I think there's different ways to handle conflict. And here's, okay, I have this theory. And this is where this all stems from. Uh, my theory is like we live in a world where we are not taught how to handle conflict. And it's also not very well modeled for us. So we teach kids how to read. We teach kids how to speak and it's modeled for them. We teach kids, you know, how to love and how to, but I don't think we teach people how to handle conflict. And so most of us as adults typically re uh, handle conflict like children. And so I watch my little guy and how he handles conflict and he'll throw a temper tantrum or he'll like ignore the situation or he'll cry or he'll tattletale, you know, and I feel like we, we kind of do the same thing as adults. Like we will yell and argue and throw a temper tantrum or we'll ignore the person um, or we'll feel like victims and act like victims and talk about how we're victims or we'll gossip, right? We'll tattletale. Um, and all of that is just immaturity. It's like an immature way to handle conflict. What do you think about all that? Like, what do you think about just that whole theory and concept and all of that? It's almost like we revert back to what we did as children, because like you said, we never were taught how to deal with it. And, and it, and it, so we stem, we literally just revert back to like what we did naturally when we first dealt with things that didn't go our way. And one of the things that I, I wonder about is, is there, um, is there like, when do we like, cause I feel like this is a personality trait, but like there are people who obviously avoid conflict and then there's people who like push for it. Yep. And so it's like, yep. when do you, like, how do you determine when that's appropriate or when it's not? Because as we said at the very beginning, like, I don't think necessarily having an argument is always a bad thing or a negative thing. It's just hashing out what are the best yeah. ways that you have found to resolve the conflict that's naturally going to occur. I think there are such different personalities, but I think the first step is maybe just making peace with the fact that part of being a human being is experiencing and walking through situations where there will be conflict. Like it's unavoidable for the people who avoid it because ignoring it's not going to fix it, right? Like it's just not. So for the people who out there who just ignore the conflict, like that actually doesn't fix it because it keeps you in resentment. Like now you're with, now you're holding in all this resentment that's just going to make you sick and angry and frustrated. So that's step one. I think step two is what do we do with it? And I think 
that goes back to maturity. Like the word that wants to come up for me is just responding maturely. Yeah. That's harder so, than it sounds. <laughs> yeah. So, so how would a mature adult handle a conflict? Well, they wouldn't throw a temper tantrum. They wouldn't run away. They wouldn't ignore. They would listen to Ask understand. Questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like they would listen. It's almost like going back to that, like, the curiosity brain, like they would listen to understand. Not listen to respond. Listen to yeah, understand. Yeah, not listen to defend, but like this listening to understand. So instead of being like, oh, no, I disagree because blah, 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 or they just run away and ignore the whole situation, or they go and gossip, or they do whatever, which is immaturity, they actually listen to actually understand the other person. You, you said something where it's like listening to understand um, you know, requires you to wait before you react. What you feel in conflict is not to be negated. It's not to be ignored because feelings are real, but yeah. the reality is you don't have to give into those feelings. So when you're faced with a conflict, instead of you can feel angry because maybe, maybe that person wasn't mature in how they <laughs> approached you or whatever. If you, um, pause and ask those questions and seek to understand then you're not giving those feelings power. And the nuance there for me is like, um, when I say don't give the feelings power, I mean like, I'm not going to respond based on the anger that I'm feeling. I'm allowed to be angry, but the way that I respond should be coming from a place of seeking to understand or, yeah. you know what I mean? Versus like, yeah. I'm just going to snap, you know, pop off because yeah. that's how I feel in this moment. And honestly, that, that goes to the Bible verse. James 1.19 says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. So that's right aligned with what you're saying. I'm not going to give my feelings power. Like, I'm going to first listen. Like, I'm going to be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to get angry. I think so often we feel as if the person who responds the quickest or the loudest is the person in control of the conversation. You can resolve yeah. so much conflict by just literally being that person who is slow to speak, slow to respond. Yeah. Just taking that pause before the conflict even evolves. And the first step doing that is it's almost like, I almost imagine like handing the, the speaking baton or something like, you know, like when you play a game where it's like, okay, you hold the speaking hat or the speaking ball. Like now it's your turn to speak, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? I totally. So Lennon is three. What I have found in this analogy is when she's flipping out and throwing a tantrum or just totally, you know, like losing it. If I get down to her level and I look at her in her eyes and I'm like, okay, now tell me what's going on. To me, it's the same thing that we should be doing in our adult relationships because if yeah. somebody is showing up upset and we're clashing and it's like, okay, let's just what's, what's really going on here? (laughs) I feel like so much could be resolved because, and even when we talk about like silly stuff where people are arguing online, yeah, we're talking about maybe politics or maybe something bigger than like, well, my sister stole my cookie. Right. But if you're, if you're emotionally and upset about something, instead of, instead of popping off with, well, this is my opinion, blah, blah, blah. We could say, you know, um, why is this so important to you? Because there might be yep. a story that you don't know that. So the seeking to understand, I think that's a big piece. And I think the second piece though, is you need to use your voice to communicate your own feelings in an 
authentic, gentle, vulnerable way. And that's hard to do sometimes. When you're worked up and you're, you know, emotionally charged, that's so hard to do. And so maybe I have to pause and I need to sit in my anger for a little bit and I need to, like, let all that. And then when I can gently and vulnerably share my feelings, then I need to go back to that person and I need to address it. I can't just let it be. And I can't lash out because lashing out is not going to solve it. Letting it be is not going to solve it. I need to come back when I'm able to not be so emotionally charged to use my voice and share my feelings. Let, I mean, let's dig in. There's two things you said there that I think are really big. One is, again, referencing James, slow to speak, but that could also mean um, don't speak for a minute. <laughs> like, slow yeah. can be pause, take a break. Um, so I think, I think that's huge. And I think telling somebody, look, we're in conflict right now. I, I can't. I got I to gotta walk away. That's maturity, right? I need Secondarily, yeah, I, need, I need a breather. The other thing you said there that I think is really important is you said your voice. So in today's world, most communication happens via text or via email, or it doesn't actually happen where you can hear the tonality or intonation of people's voice. And so, so much is lost in how we communicate and so much conflict could be not even there should be no, there, there could, a conflict could never manifest if we just had voice to voice or, or face to face conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when you're in conflict, like sending a, a, an email, like it's just not received like a phone call or a zoom, especially with today's technology where you could do a video chat, you know, or, um, there is something more powerful. Obviously live is best, but I think voice is good. I think um, voice is no, it's just funny because I literally have these Bible verses in front of me and this the next one like literally aligns with what we're saying. Um it, just about like how to respond. Like it says it's Proverbs fifteen one and it says a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And I just think responding when you're ready to address it and with a soft answer versus attacking with a harsh word that I really want to give to our listeners and to you ladies is, you know, is there conflict in your life right now that you're avoiding or you're responding aggressively with? And if there is, will you look at it and just accept it, like make peace with it, embrace it versus fight against it or ignore it or run away from it? And then the second piece is, can you try to respond like an adult by um, listening to understand and then when you're ready to calmly and maturely respond using your voice to respond and share your feelings. And we, I'd love to hear, like, if you use these tools and how they're working for you, whether it's with your child or whether it's with, you know, your husband or whether it's with somebody at work, but I'd be curious how they work out for you. And if you have any other ideas on conflict resolution. I would love to hear how other people have handled um, conflict before and even the scripts that you use, you know what I mean? Like what are the, some of the key phrases that you have in your back, back pocket that help um, eliminate that conflict when you're starting to feel emotional in the moment? So yeah. share, share the goodies with the ladies. Yes. That's how we will <laughs> wrap it up. All right, 